Hello, welcome to the Pause and Proceed podcast. I'm your girl, Bridget LeRae. And I'm SB. What's going on? What's up, girl? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm feeling good. We got our first guest in the house today. I guess about time, I presume, right? <laughs> Go ahead and presume. Do you Proceed. remember? Wait, do you remember when we, we did that episode? You're like, yeah, we're going to have guests. <laughs> like, oh, we are, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it came to fruition, guys. It came to because fruition. I wanted to have guest SB. Like, mm, I don't really know about that. What are you talking about? I didn't tell everybody we're gonna have guests, and then you was like, "We are." I'm like, "Oh, I thought we talked about that." She said, "No, we didn't." So now we talked about it, and she's okay with it. But not every episode. What did you say? Not every episode. Every other episode, because I feel like you know we can carry it pretty good between yeah. me and you. But it's nice to kind of mix it up every so often. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's entertaining. Yeah, I, I like people. Yeah, I, like I like to people. talk to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course you do. We yeah. all we all know that. <laughs> Coach Bridget, all right? But yes, um, so our first, our very first guest is my dear friend Tasia Davies. Hi, Tasia. Hi. <laughs> How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. I'm happy to be out here in Cali. Yeah. Um, even though it's a lot colder than Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> it's like real. 80 degrees there, and I left there to come here to the 40s. So. That's crazy. Yeah. Usually that's it. it's usually the other way around. Right. That's what I was trying to tell her the whole time. I'm like, and she, I mean, you know, like she was singing Tony, 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 and that was rains in Southern California as it was raining <laughs> in Southern California. But even for us, like all that rain that we got is not normal. I'm like the one weekend that she comes, she gets away. It had to rain. Do you feel responsible for the weather? I do. <laughs> it's even like, I'm sorry. Not. <laughs> right. Because like. You want people to visit to have like a really nice California, yeah. sunny California experience. You know what I mean? But we getting a sunny day. We making the best yeah. out of is it. Is this your first time here, Tasha? No, this isn't my first time here. I came pre-pandemic. Yeah. It was like right before the pandemic. Hit. I think it was I 2019. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was really and, pre-pandemic. Um, we, it was beautiful weather. Yeah. So it's not like we didn't get to see the city. And yeah. Be, so it, it was different. But hey, I can say I was in California for like the coldest Winter ever? You can't. Oh, <laughs> the coldest winter ever. I wish they would have made that movie, man. Oh, man. You, did you read that book? Uh, Sister Soldier? Yeah. Yeah, man, that was like my favorite book. You know, I was a hood chick. Yes. So that was my favorite book yes. back in those days. Yes. It's so funny. Shout out to it. Sister Soldier, coldest winter ever. You <laughs> was a hood chick. You still, it's still in there. It's the, I'm, well, according to my mama, it ain't, but. It's, it's, in yeah. it's in there. It's in there. It's in there. I mean, it's you know, there. once it's in there, you can take the girl out the hood, but you can't take the girl out the hood out the girl. And right? I like that. Yeah. Keep that authenticity. You know, authenticity coach right Auth- here. There you go. <laughs> Auth- what is that? Authentication. Yes. You and your little words, mm-hmm. your made up words. I love it. I love it. You go ahead. We're going to have to do like a little segment of SB's words. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. But today, guys, so. We're going to talk about what stresses people out. Stress. What stress, what, what, what things stress you out, Tasha? Like, well, what, what type of stresses <laughs> are you dealing with? Um, I would say for me, of course, it is work. That's always the number one stressor. Okay. In my life. Okay. Um, has it always been that way? No. Okay. But I'd say definitely for the last three to four 
three plus years, mm-hmm. work has been like the center of the stress. You know, you get other events and other things that happen that might stress you out. Right. But like work is that constant. Okay. What do you do Stressing. for work? So I actually own an insurance agency. It's a Geico office. We're located in a suburb of Charlotte. Um, so, you know, it's just been, it's been a trial um, during this pandemic. Businesses don't operate the way they used to. So it's really just learning what businesses look like now. Yeah, I can um, see that. Just being on like the outside and just yeah. going to a restaurant these days yeah, or taking a flight. Yeah, everything is different. Yeah. But okay, small black business owner. <laughs> yes. yes to that. Yes to that. That sounds like it can be very stressful. It is. And... Unfortunately, there's not a lot of, you know, black women in the industry. Mm -hmm. Um, It's definitely dominated by men. Mm -hmm. Um, So just being a minority, a young woman in an industry that's dominated often by older men, it can be rough to find someone who's seeing things out of the same lens as you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can get really good advice and, you know, you can talk to people and they can tell you what they think is great, but it's kind of from their perspective. They're not looking at it from my perspective. Right, right. (laughs) Which is different. Right. Um, Being black, being a woman, (laughs) got a couple of things. In the insurance industry, and I, you know, sometimes, you know, I feel like I don't look like what people might expect mm-hmm. yeah. when you talk about being an insurance agent and especially owning your own agency. So and it's in been the South. in the South. Yeah. So it's definitely been um, a learning experience for me <laughs> on how to be myself, but I guess still kind of fall into the social norm of how an insurance agent is supposed to look and operate and stuff. So it can get stressful. That is very stressful. We were having a conversation about like professionalism Mm -hmm. and how you're supposed to that. It's a little different now, um, just a little with like the younger generation, but just how sometimes it can place you in a box. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was my, I think we touched on this before on one of the episodes, how it can put you in a box sometimes and take away from who you actually are because you have to look and present a certain type of way, Mm -hmm. which I get. I I appreciate the cultural professionalism because it has to be, it can't be too loose, right? You got to have some type of, um, I guess, protocol of culture to fall into, but I guess it's just levels to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think like, as far as professionalism, I think when you are who you are, your authentic self, that's what sets you apart from the competition. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, and so many people can have an insurance company, but they're not going to be you have with the insurance company. So my advice is to, you know, yeah, you can be professional and all that, but I think it's you'll bring in more business by being, like, authentically who you are. Because can't nobody duplicate Tasia. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, even in, in nursing, I'm like, I'm just, I'm me. I don't feel like I put on or try to be professional or um, or talking to certain, put yeah. on my, you know, quote-unquote white voice. Cold switching. Yeah, I don't cold switch. It's like I talk to my patients just like this. Like, girl, you already know, you know. Mm-hmm. They're like, you think I should do this? Like, girl, No. But you know what? I think it's a little easier for us because it's important for us to have that 
relatability when it comes to our patients. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To kind of come down to that level, like, listen, I is human too. Yeah. Okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Versus not saying healthcare isn't corporate because yeah. it very much is, but I would agree with you. It's a lot yeah. different in that as a nurse, I mean, you're selling yourself to a certain degree, but it's like, hey, you gonna get this medical care or not? Whether it's for me or somebody else. You're not, you know, it's not right. like you're just gonna get in the gurney and roll down to the next hospital and say, I want a different nurse. Like, right. Already here. Yeah. You're gonna get that what I'm giving you. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good point. In my industry, you're selling yourself part of it. Because again, people are putting their most valued possessions in your hands, their homes, mm-hmm. their cars, their assets. Yeah. So they wanna feel as though they're working with someone they trust and right. someone they feel comfortable with because Again, some for some people, this is all they have. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they want to feel like they're getting good service, that if they need help, you're going to be able to assist them, that you're knowledgeable. Um, and like you said, being in the South on top of being younger in this industry, mm-hmm. people are looking for other things, too. So how do you handle that? Like... Um, or is this you always? Are you just always professional? Or what's the difference between no. who you are? <laughs> no. What's the difference between who you are outside of work and then at work? Like, how do you handle that work-life balance? So I definitely call it um, acting. I kind of I kind of <laughs> closely, like, I, even when I hire new people, I tell them, like, you're going to have to put on your acting hat in this role. You know, certain types of customers want this type of service. These type of customers want that type of service. This person from here wants you to do this. This person down here wants you to do that. So you have to be able to adapt to whatever style this particular customer likes. Right. So, um. Hey. I'm sitting here trying to somebody phone ringing and it's bopping. Right? <laughs> Oh, sorry, Tasia. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so it's it's one of those things where I always feel like I, there's work me, mm-hmm. which is still a little bit of me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in there a little, but then there's out of work me, and people who know me outside of work are like, "Oh yeah, you're a whole different person." What's the th- What's the difference? Because I'm I'm just meeting you today, right? <laughs> so who am I getting? Am I getting work Tasia or like Tasia? I would say Tasia? right now you're probably getting a little combination of the two. Okay. Um, a little bit of the more professional taste, but still a little bit of the, I like to laugh. I like to joke. I like to have fun. And I do, I do bring those things into the workplace, but you just have to be careful. You have to make sure everything is done in a very professional manner. You're not ruffling any feathers. Um, so it's, again, you're selling yourself. It's a sales position. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. You're selling everything. You're yeah. su- the, the first thing you're selling is you mm-hmm. because it is insurance. We give a quote. So before we even get to this price, you've been on the phone with me. We've interacted. We've had conversations. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to make sure you're sold on me before I have to try to sell you this price. Right. You're one step closer to that sale if the customer's already sold on you. So, and when they're, because it is a brick and mortar business, this isn't just like a phone call center situation. I have customers that walk in the door. um, As soon as they walk in, they're looking at everything from the decor to the people this is a professional environment when they've come to do serious business. Right. Some of the most serious business that you really do when it mm-hmm. comes to your personal things. So um, 
it's important to still be yourself while it's still important to also come across as knowledgeable, educated, professional. And it's unfortunate that people will judge you based on how you look and how it's what you're wearing and um, even down to just your race or your age, mm-hmm. you know, people, when it comes to insurance, sometimes our more mature customers tend to feel as though if you're young, there's no way you can know what you're talking about. Yeah, right. So it's though, you know, the younger you are, the harder you have to work to make sure they understand that you do know what you're talking about. You've been doing this for a long time. Those yeah. types of things. Gotta schmooze them a little. You bit. have to schmooze them. Mm-hmm. You have to schmooze them. You really, really. So is that do. stressful? Does that get stressful for you with having to put on this acting hat every day? Um, I would say sometimes. I would say that side of it is not the stressful side. I would say the more stressful hat that I have to put on as the owner and the manager and the person that runs the day to days of this business. Um, sometimes there can be things going on behind the scenes that just come along with being a business owner that you have to shield from your employees because, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like a lot of bosses have a tendency to show their emotions to their staff and it's not their fault. Yeah. You're having a bad day. Now you have an attitude with everyone. So I would say the harder part is going through what you go through as a business owner, the losses, um, problems, whether systems even being down and you can't sell anything. Mm. Still trying to keep that straight poker face yeah. on for your staff because um, if they see you're in a bad mood, how can I expect you to go out here and do your right. best? So how do you communicate with your staff when you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed? My staff, I, my staff knows I'm pretty go with the flow. Um, I pride myself on making sure they're capable of doing their job with or without me in their face right. because I know I'm going to need those moments where I do need to go in my office and close the door. Right. And I need them to and know. scream in the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> and I need them to be able to function, even though that's not my norm. You know, I'm in a comfortable enough place with my staff where I can say, you guys, I need a minute in my office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, okay, cool. Take as long as you need. And they can successfully do things without me there Mm -hmm. um, to have to hold their hand. Um, I also, you know, I keep it real with them. Like if, if something really, really bad is going on that I can't really talk to them about, which I can't talk to them about everything from the business standpoint, Mm -hmm. I'll just let them know, Hey, today's the day y'all I'm here. If you need me, I'm not going to ever be rude to them or disrespect them, but I'm probably going to be a little off, you know, doing my own thing, getting some stuff done today. So I just try to keep communication on those days a little bit less yeah yeah (laughs) so that way um i'm not coming off rude or you know creating a bad energy or a bad vibe in an office it's an open office so it's an open floor plan everyone's like desks are on the walls and everyone can see and talk to each other so when one person's in a bad mood or there's a bad energy in there everybody feels it but your office has a door like, My office okay. has a door. But everybody else is <laughs> on the floor. Gotcha. Everyone else is on the floor. That's right. I can step away. So I just try to do that. And But th- that's probably the more stressful part. Because I can get on the phone and put on my sales hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a that second. makes sense. I've been doing it forever. Yeah. The behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. The BTS. <laughs> <laughs> the behind the scenes. The behind the scenes. So in starting the business, what would you say was the most st- stressful situation you had to deal with Whew. again it doesn't help i started it at probably one of the most stressful times in everybody's life mm-hmm. anyway COVID. just with covid yeah okay um 
But I would say for me, the most stressful parts of opening the business was finding staff and finding a location. Um, Because I'm in Charlotte, it's a very fast-growing area. There's not always as much maybe real estate as you might find like out here in a place like Los Angeles. a lot of successful black people in Charlotte, right? There's a lot of successful black people in Charlotte, absolutely. And because the city's growing so fast, there's a lot of demand for commercial real estate Mm -hmm. and a lot of businesses coming to the area, things popping up everywhere you look. So it took a really, really long time to lock in a proper location Mm -hmm. for the office. And, you know, there's the whole um, contracts and negotiations that come along with that. I don't know if either of you have ever gone into looking for commercial real estate, but it's not like an apartment where you just find it and you sign the lease and you move in. It's weeks or months of negotiations back and forth Mm -hmm. on what you give, what I give, how long I'm here, Mm -hmm. um, what I'm responsible for, what you're responsible for. And that part, you know, is very stressful. Sounds like it. Um, It, you know, down, it can get down to how many parking spaces they even want your people to have so the, the negotiation I didn't know like this was all new to me yeah no one I know owns a business especially a business that actually is a storefront right so it's like gosh I thought I was just going to walk through the space say I like this one right sign the lease you know be on your be on your way, way. Right. but it's it's not like that so you know, luckily I had some good people that I worked with, my real my commercial real estate agent who understood that I was a newbie, mm-hmm. had no clue what I was doing. Um, you know, helped me really look at the spaces and figure out which ones would work for my needs. They were real patient with you. Very patient That's with me. Good. Um, also had my best interest in mind because those real estate, commercial real estate landlords, like they will try to make you responsible for everything. I'm like, I don't yeah, own this take space. Advantage of you. Uh, this is your shopping center. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I just want the space. Well, you need to be responsible for the awnings outside. It can be any random things, and your your commercial real estate agent has to be able to say no. I'm trying to hustle. Yeah, of course, <laughs> always. I'm trying to hustle. Always someone trying to hustle Dang. you. So you know, you have to make sure there's, um, you know clauses written in that say, hey, I'm opening an insurance agency. I don't want another insurance agency to be allowed in the shopping center. Oh, okay. So those are additional terms that you have to know to put in there because otherwise if so-and-so from this company decides they want, now I have a competitor across the parking lot. And no one really wants that. So It's important. (laughs) It's really important. Y'all, like... She's, I hope y'all listening. If you want to kind of open a brick and mortar business, like you, you dropping these jewels, continue friend. Yes, she is. (laughs) So there's a lot of ins and outs that I just didn't know. So it was very, very stressful not knowing. Yeah. And that constant wondering of like, is this right? Is, is this the way it's supposed to be? Or is it supposed to be like that? A lot of Google, a lot Mm -hmm. of reading articles. Um, because I didn't have anyone. You don't have any, resor- any resources, no. really. No, and that's commendable. Yeah, really, no it is. Yeah, you're the first out the friend group that owns a business. You probably are. You like the first person in your family to own. Well, like, you want to tell them order? they don't know that y'all relationship. You want to tell. <laughs> well, she's my friend. friend. <laughs> okay, how do y'all know each other? <laughs> okay, so me and Tasia, this is like my my day one. We, I want to say we probably officially met in ninth grade. We started hanging around each other probably in seventh grade. We met in Miss Disney's class, I think. Did we really like? Was it Miss Disney? 
She probably don't even. <laughs> she, she just gonna sit there and smile she and look sad. She just smiled. It was English, I think. I think we were hanging with each other. But anyway, high school guys. High school. We're thirty-seven. I'm mm, sorry. We're from Virginia. Our age. Thirty-seven. She's originally. I always want to say you're from Connecticut. No. I know. I always want to put you in that Connecticut. I know. I know. <laughs> but Connecticut always wants to come out. So, originally from Massachusetts, she moved down here when you was like Virginia. I was like 10. 10, and then relocated to Charlotte when you were 30, right? 32. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, we've been riding and bumping. Riding and bumping. A long time, guys. (laughs) I can't believe I just did that. You guys just see what I just did? What? That ghetto, wait, I can't do it right. That ain't you ghetto, girl. That's culture. That. It's culture. It's culture. You know how many people want to mock that culture? Girl, if that's what you do, then do it. I'm going to mock everything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's how we met. And um, I'm just, you know, if I ever, oh, this is what I want to say. We went out to eat. Sorry, guys. We're kind of like going backward, kind of, but it's going to make sense. Just let me talk. So we went out to eat Friday, and I want to apologize for this, right? Because the waiter, we went to Korean barbecue. What was it called? Jinwa or something? I think so. Jinwa. Jinwa is good. Y'all check out Jinwa in downtown. Korean barbecue. Shout out to them. So we went out to eat, and I don't know. The guy asked us, you know, they asked how you're doing. And did bring up stress? I don't know what we brought up. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what we brought up. But the guy, I was like, she has a kid. Like, she's tired because she's a mother. And then, you know, y'all start, y'all had y'all dialogue. I think he was just asking us where we relaxed, are we stressed out? It was something with stress. And then I went directly to motherhood. And then y'all had, like, a little conversation, and you were telling him, like, yeah, you know, because I own a business and da 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 and that and the third. And I was like, oh, man, I hope she, just, she doesn't think I deduce her to just being a mom. So I don't even know if you even caught that. So I I think that happens a lot for me. Yeah, and That's I'm not like, uncommon. Yeah, and I didn't want to deduce that because your stresses are not just coming from motherhood. It's coming. It, it's not. It's coming from your you being a boss too. So I, I wish I, I could remember exactly the conversation, but I didn't I, want to feel like I deduce you just I know to be what a you're mom. Talking about, yeah. and I think when, and again, I don't think it, it comes from a place of unknowing. Yeah. Um and. It comes from a place, I, I just say, from people who just aren't in that situation as me. So mm-hmm. I can't. Ex- in what can, situation? Mom and. Being a boss, business owner business in that owner. way, in the way that I am. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's hard. And I tell Shara all of the time, like, it's hard for me to even explain a lot of it to you just to get into the nitty gritty, deep, dirty right. parts of it. It's like to try to help you understand kind of how, like you posed the question earlier, like I'm trying to understand how this whole thing works. <laughs> like it's, it's a, I as literally as had this conversation business, yeah. Yeah. the other day about how people don't naturally understand how the insurance agency yeah. work. Mm-hmm. They know what it is. They know what it does, but they don't quite understand like the inner workings of it. You have to be in the industry. So it's like, why would anyone know that who doesn't work in insurance? So we were talking about, the stress that comes with her industry Mm -hmm. and how she doesn't even want to even break it up to anyone because they can't necessarily relate to that. You know what I mean? Which I hate the fact that 
because you don't have people around you that can relate to that type of industry that you feel that way? Because that's a lot of stress to keep to yourself. Yeah. Okay. So the thing about stress is everybody gets, everybody's stressful. Everybody has experienced stress in their lives. Mm -hmm. So stress is relatable worldwide. And um, I think there is a major difference between stress and anxiety. Stress is like an ex- something that's happening externally. Say, you know, you get stressed out with things that go on with work, you know, things that may go on with your child. Char gets stressed out with things that go on with work as well. So I think stress is something that you could share with your friends and have a conversation about because um, we all experience it. Like when we, when stress comes our way, we get into, you know, fight or flight. That's when our autonomic nervous system mm-hmm. takes over and you start feeling all these feelings in your body. And it's like, okay, am I going to fight? Am I going to flight? Am I going to freeze? Am I going to, you know, all those things that come with stress. Yeah. So we all can relate to being stressed out. And I said something about anxiety. So the difference between stress and anxiety is anxiety is, you know, more internal. It's like a feeling of apprehension, like doom. Yeah. Like, and so that's something that people live with on like a day-to-day basis. Like people with yeah. anxiety, they're always just in that feeling. So some people that get anxious, I can understand them not feeling like they can, can't talk to certain people about anxiety because not everybody experiences anxiety. Right. But everybody experiences stress when you are in stressful situations. And I want to know, what do you all do? Like, what are some of your coping mechanisms when dealing with stress? When that autonomic nervous system start firing up and then you start feeling all these things in your body. Mm-hmm. And the thing about stress is it, it can cause, you know, high blood pressure, diabetes, um, manifests stroke, in the physical. cancer. It causes all these physical manifestations. Mm-hmm. So what do, what do you all do to handle stress? Um, I meditate. Yes. I meditate. I, I follow astrology sometimes, because sometimes it's like, listen, I need to know how the planets and stuff is panning out. Let's just, you know, see what's going on here. Um, I try to have, I may have conversations with people because I have to get it off. I write. I do a lot of journaling. What else do I do? I have to say mantras to myself. Yeah, I have to say mantras to myself a lot of the time, um, just to get through certain things or to bring myself back into like a neutral position. So that's how I handle it. Mm, that's a good way of meditation. Is definitely key. That definitely helps. It does. Yeah. But a lot of people don't even people. I think think of meditation as like you have to sit there and be quiet and nothing's supposed to. Mm-hmm. you're not supposed to have any thoughts. Like, you're yeah. supposed to go into, like, a neutral mind space. Yeah. Focus on silent, your breath. Right, but it doesn't have to be like that. Like, a lot of times when I meditate, I'm reciting mantras because it helps me to keep focus on that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I do. What yeah. you do, Tasia? I would say I don't think I do anything specific. I think I live in a state of constant stress. Mm. So I think when you're someone who's, like, always stressed or yeah. is always, there's not, like, it's not like, well, something just happened and made me stressed out today. Yeah. It's a, it's a constant stressful situation. Yeah. Um, I feel, you know, owning a new business, my business is going, it'll be two years in September. Those first few years oh, are, oh, oh. yeah, those first two years are really, really rough on any business owner. 
Yay. You are so slow. That's my first time yeah. pressing the button. Yay. Sorry, Tasha. No, it's fine. So those first few years, anyone that owns a business knows, like, it's make it or break it. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to keep your head above water. You're really just trying to stay open. Yeah. If you can survive those first few years, you might actually be successful in yeah. your business. So I'm still kind of in the thick of that. So there, I don't even try to not be stressed because I know stress comes with the territory. Yeah. I just try to keep on moving and keep get pushing through because it's it's not going anymore. Yeah. yeah. So what do you do to relax? Um, well, to relax, I drink wine. <laughs> um, sometimes. Come on, wine. Yes. <laughs> Red or white. You know, both. <laughs> All the above. I, you know... I t- to relax. You like what is that? Look, right. I'm very tired at the end of the day. I'm very tired at the end of the day, so I wouldn't say relaxing is that difficult for me. Um, so I just I'm happy to go to bed. Yeah. I'm happy to lay down. Yeah, I'm happy to pass out. So you know, I do have a small, not small child, young child. He's eight, but he's very active too. He's in a lot of sports. You know, so shout out to Lenny. <laughs> so. Between work, basketball, cooking, cleaning, I don't have a lot of time to sit down and meditate Mm -hmm. or just do some of the things that maybe Shar might have to do in her spare time because I don't have that spare time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Literally, it's work, basketball, homework. Those things take up my whole day. Yeah. So it's a different, it looks, stress looks different on me as a single mother business owner, new business owner, is just you know, let's just get to let's just get through to tomorrow. You yeah. know, let's just see what tomorrow brings. It's just trying to stay positive, I think, more so than really yeah. trying to cope with the stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have high functioning anxiety, friend. That's what it Thank I mean. That's <laughs> <laughs> that a compliment? You know, you know what? <laughs> to say it is a compliment because sometimes people will check out when they get to a certain they cannot function so even though it doesn't feel good at all you're still producing in that high level of stress and anxiety you're still even though it's still some things that you know, to cope with your stress, there's things yeah. that's, you know, that you could do that's better. But in the moment of you doing what you need to do, you're a strong black woman. It's, it's that thing. Yeah, it's that thing. It's that thing. <laughs> yeah, and that thing. even though we are learning that that pressure can be a bit toxic, I still think it's important that the fact that you just keep moving in your life and that you have this son that is free you've done so well with my godson oh, like godson yeah <laughs> he's man i like that little person yeah. he's so cool <laughs> yeah he's so funny but i think considering the things that life has thrown at you you've you've handled them very well we just you know and you you know you're doing some things to get your stress together but you know we be having that poker face. Look how she is now, looking all professional uh-huh. and, you know. <laughs> cool, cool and calm. You know what I'm Well, saying? I wouldn't expect anything less from, like, a longtime friend of yours. Cause you, what you mean? God, that was actually a compliment. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what you mean? Because you're really cool, calm, and collected as well. Oh, okay. All right, birds Jeez. of a feather. <laughs> 
what you thought I meant. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but I think a lot of people can relate to you because yeah. um, you know, a lot of people I'm I'm single and with no children as well, so Char and I can relate on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a lot of people, you know, single moms, business owners, uh, we like you seeing that more and more. Yes, you are these days. And <clears throat> one of the things that I would uh, like to give is you can do so much in maybe five minutes. I, I'm saying this; I don't have children, <laughs> but you know, I'm saying five minutes. So the thing about stress, like when we get into fight or flight. Um, the thing that will calm that down is tapping into your your vagus nerve, which is mm-hmm. the the rest and digest nerve. So right. that's and what meditation helps with that. So if you was to just give yourself five minutes a day to just calm yourself, just to to sit. And the thing about meditation is, like you were saying, it's, but you don't have to like be still and quiet. One of the me- type of meditations I like to do is I like to sit. I'll set my timer on my phone. Five minutes, if you will, and um, put my phone on, you know, do not disturb, set the timer five minutes, and I allow the thoughts in my head to just run wild, and I'm just listening to the thoughts in my head, like, mm-hmm. like it's not me, like I'm outside of my body listening right. to my thoughts, and just allowing them to just go, Yeah, and, and doing that. Like, the first time I did this type of meditation, I was like, man, my brain was like, this is so stupid. Why are you just going to sit here for five minutes? Like, you, it's so many things that you could be doing. Like, I, really, you just sitting here, like, listening to your thoughts, talking to yourself. Like, are you crazy? Only crazy people do this. Right? And then I was, and then I started slowing down. I was like, gosh, I'm speaking so fast. I wasn't even allowing myself to finish a thought in my brain. Will you pay attention to your thoughts like that? Yeah, it's yeah. erratic. So I was like, if I'm thinking like that, I wonder if I'm operating like that, like outside of my body in the world. And I thought about like, yeah, man, I don't think that for one, I allow other people to finish conversations because my brain is moving so quickly that I'm jumping in there so fast and, you know, just not make sure you're on the bank, baby. Uh, Is Solomon saying something? Yeah, that flash. Yes, I am. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) You were doing so good, too. I was doing so good. Okay, let me pull this mic closer. So... So that's one of the meditations that I like to do is just to allow my thoughts to run wild and like not judge them because the first time I was really judging them. And then you'll, you'll have, I feel like you'll have a revelation. So my revelation was I think super fast, like slow down, tap into that vagus nerve and just rest, relax. And so, so how do you tap into your, your how do you tap into down a little Great bit? question. So it's in, getting still and quiet mm-hmm. and just like you said have a word you don't have to bear down a little bit for your vagus nerve? oh you thinking of like nursing like yeah. the vagus nerve uh-huh. no i don't think you have to bear down i think it's like you bear down on like a word or something that mm, that's come gonna, on bear so, down on a word bear down like on that. a word so for me i find myself i can disassociate really quickly so the word that i i will bear down on is present you know like bridget remain present remain mm. present remain present so I start off with like some deep breaths, right? And then I relax my body. I'll do like a quick body scan. Just tell them, you know, relax your your, your um, crown, relax your, your, your cheeks, relax. Just telling yourself to relax like every muscle. And then like once I'm feeling relaxed, then I will bear down on a word. And so that'll be just present, present, present. And in five minutes, I will feel so 
good and so open and aware and present that, you know, and you can take that feeling without you with you throughout the day, even with all that's going on. So right. I find that to be um, a very beneficial type of meditation to offset that autonomic nervous system, that fight or flight, and mm-hmm. then tap into the vagus nerve, which is the rest and digest. We're going to have to use bear down on a word. Okay? Bear down on a word. Gnaw on it. Gnaw yeah. on a word. So what, <laughs> so what do you think, Tasia, um, will, be a, will be a word for you to kind of bear down on throughout your day if you can give yourself five minutes in the morning? In the bathroom? I find peace in the bathroom. Y'all don't find peace oh, in the bathroom? Oh, girl, yes. The bathroom is so peaceful. I think that it's a little bit different for me. A lot of what you describe reminds me I knew me she of, was going to say something a lot like of what that. You, I'm glad you know me so well. Um, a lot of what you just described with yourself, I see in her. Yeah. I've always seen in her. It's very similar. Mm-hmm. And Shara can tell you, I'm a very structured thinker. Mm-hmm. And I'm a very deep thinker. I spend a lot of time thinking. And I have to spend a lot of time planning in my head. So, like, focusing, like, on one thing is, like, what I do from beginning to end, though. I don't know if it's... Something that I maybe I do it as a way to help with stress. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, I already am mentally preparing and planning and processing for the next day. I'm thinking into next week. I'm thinking into six months. Or I'll tell you, I'm thinking into two years. Yes. And I have like a very yes, structured structured process in my head on how I want things to go. And by doing that, it helps me not be jumbled. And not be worried. Like, at least I have a plan on how to get things done in a way that keeps it as little stress for me as possible. Even down to meal planning for the week for my son. Like, something so small as not knowing what he's going to eat in the 30 minutes before we got to run out the house can create stress. Because mm-hmm. it's like, what am I going to, I don't know. I don't have the ingredient. Uh, what a, yeah. Guess you're eating McDonald's. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't want that. So, for me, it's a constant planning of, okay, we're going to have this, 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 this. If I plan it all now, that'll reduce my stress mm-hmm. later by putting myself in situations that I'm not prepared for. Okay. And I feel like when you're so jumbled like that and you're just working in the moment, working in the moment, it causes more of those like sporadic stressors like, oh, shoot, I don't have this. Or, oh, shoot, I was supposed to do that. or I don't have those types of issues <laughs> at all. Or if I do, it's like literally have to be like, okay, I just got a flat tire. Something I had no control over. Mm-hmm. But if I can control it, I try to control it as much as I can so by that planning. I'm not stressed later mm-hmm. by being ill-prepared. Okay. So I think that's probably my way, my my personal time in the evening, my alone time is often spent thinking, planning, getting things straight in my head. So that way I can have a smooth, stress-free day. As stress-free right. as possible tomorrow. So what, right. well, okay. What, I'm going to ask this last question. Without being so much in control as far as your planning, which helps you, um, helps your anxiety, right? Helps lessen your anxiety. Helps lessen the anxiety. Helps lessen the stress that I know could come from not doing right. these things. Right, right. Is there anything else that, brings your stress level down that you feel like you can do to kind of bring it down regard yeah anything else that you can do that can bring your stress level down it doesn't have anything to do with you being in control no (laughs) (laughs) i'm controlling (laughs) okay all right well that's good. You heard you it know. from Tasia. <laughs> if you are a business owner and 
you're stressed out. Planning helps with her stress. <laughs> and uh, as for SB and I, and for those of you who, you know, don't have any children, or those of you who even do, I, I want to give you, like, try meditation and... Um, or even journaling. Journaling. Have you tried to journal? Do, do something. No, but I do like to adult color. Okay. Oh, I love that. I, yeah. I got my mom some coloring books yes. as well. Okay. But yeah, find whatever works for you. <laughs> whatever works for you. Find something to tap into that vagus nerve, that rest and digest, and allow yourself to just release. Because like we said, as, as nurses, we understand that stress causes a lot of physical right. factors, physical ailments, you yes. know, high blood pressure, diabetes, and even cancer. So you want to make sure you have some type of stress reliever yeah. going on, right? For sure. For sure. All right. Any All last right. words from SB? Um, you know, just meditate. Meditate on something. You don't have to meditate, yeah. crisscross applesauce, you know, yes. um, that type of meditation that people feel like we have to do. Just try to, like you, Bridget said, bear down on a word or focus on a word if you can. And if that's difficult for you, um, try to write. Writing and journaling yes. helps me get a lot out. So we just want to, I guess I want to just leave people with let's try to find some balance in life we're always going to be on a seesaw but let's try to find some balance in life and let's get those stressors down because i know we're not trying to be out here ugly and old before yeah. it's our time no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all so right. find what works for you reduce your stress and live a well-balanced life there love you, you. <laughs> all right follow like us. subscribe follow all of that all of that see Peace. you next time